Yourself. Hey everybody, it's another episode of Go Flix Yourself. My name is Ben Conowitz, and with me as always is the the Groot to my rocket raccoon, Bradford Omen. I am Groot. You are Groot. Hey, that's me. Yeah, it's you, buddy. And that, you know what? The Star-Lord to my rocket raccoon, Nate Lauk. I do like gay people. <laughs> wow. That's a firm take on Chris Pratt's yeah, personal life I right guess, there. I guess so. Hot Jeez. off the presses. I don't know. I feel like he's more of a Drax anyway. I am? Ooh. Yeah. Because I'm buff. Yep. yep. That's, that's, that's definitely what I was going for. I was gonna. Do, I was gonna say you were gonna be the, I, the mantis because you're you're like an empath. Like you really because get because I'm really good at hiding. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're you're very invisible. Mm-hmm. So. And your nipples are very sensitive. They're, they are. They actually are. My nipples are very sensitive. No. That, that's Arnold Schwarzenegger. What are yeah, you doing? Yeah. What are you like, doing? That's not... I'm Drex. No. Wow. Wow. It's... Guys, it's a movie podcast. Yeah. So we talk about a lot of stuff, but and definitely not TV shows. Um, nope. Uh, I did have a, a talk with the judge, uh, the judge of this show. The, the judge of the, the judge show? Of the show? Yeah, Who's the no. judge of the yeah, show? Yeah, who is the judge? Uh, Charlie Young. Uh, and he said he agreed with me. We should change the definition to uh, a TV and a film podcast because, let's be honest, what? that's what we talk about on no. the show. So welcome to Go Flix Yourself, a TV and no, film no, podcast. No, 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 no. We no. are the majority and the founders of this fucking thing. Yeah. And we, will judge vote, we will vote spoken. you off the guess island. What? The if judge we happen, guess what? Just, spoken. just because Charles Barkley brings up movies on ESPN doesn't make ESPN suddenly a movie network. So, no, get the fuck out of here. We uh, Equalizer 2, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but here's the thing is, a lot of people have been talking um, offline that maybe I got in trouble, maybe I got suspended or something. <laughs> but <laughs> Trump, is this like a Trump thing? Yeah. People have been saying, uh, they've, they've been crying, no, no, no. They've been a, lot, a lot of people lot, crying. A lot of back channel talk about this. A lot of back and channel talk. The, the reality is... is oh, what, on your CB radio? I feel like you guys were punished for having to do that episode last week. You know, it's a, it's a yes. little column A, little column <laughs> no, A. No, it's not. It's punishment. Here's the thing. I'm not upset by, by it, but Ben had, had some breakfast the other day with some country gravy, and apparently that almost made him heave. So I went to go visit a friend of mine, and we went out to breakfast, and I'm not joking, there was some gravy, and it spilled on the table, and I took a picture of it. I sent it to Dan and Ronnie and Brad, and I go, what? <laughs> what is my life now? Because I looked at it, and I almost threw up. Yeah, like, I'm like, oh. It looked like grease from yeah, Greasy Strangler. Like it looked like grease. Oh, God. Nate, no, did, you know what? No, no. We're not, no, no more Did you listen strangler. to the episode? Uh, I listened to little parts of it that I had to fix in post-production. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. We did have some sound issues because Ben doesn't know how the waves work uh, when editing and how they need to you know, be a certain level so people can hear <laughs> I also don't know that, the, that we've ever used the term waves, so now you look like an idiot. No, no. People use the word waves to describe sound all the time. Sound is a wave. Yeah. It is literally a wave in science. So... Um, Science, but uh, but yeah. So so you you heard some of it. Uh, I assume you didn't go out of your way to watch the Greasy Strangler. No, based on the warnings that you guys gave me, <laughs> you're not gonna love this, Nate. This yeah. is not no, an episode. This is not a Nate show. You'll be confused <laughs> and, and scared and hurt. And and you guys did love the movie, right? I mean, I, won't, I don't want to say that I loved it, but I was oh, no. I was entertained. Um, I was oh. baffled. I was disgusted. And I'm not mad that I watched it. It's the most. Are you mad that you watched it, Ben? No, no, definitely not. It's the most jarring thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And you've seen some jarring things. I've seen a lot You're of so weird jarhead. shit. <laughs> I think you saw jars of clay in concert. I once did. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, 
If I can save the 40 days oh, and yeah, remind that's a, that's, a, yeah. that's a call up. It is. <laughs> that's a Jars of Clay song, right? Yeah, oh, sure, so. sure I was really trying to think. From like 1996. Yeah. You yeah. remember that one. Wait, the hits. Way to go. Guys. The only hit, I think. <laughs> <laughs> the one hit wonder, <laughs> Jars of Clay. So this is a, mu- a music and TV and movie and a, podcast. And the Country like, Gravy podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> Judge Charlie has spoken. Let it no, be. No, no, no. Judge Charlie was the worst Dread sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, who is this character? Oh, that's Judge Charlie. When did we see him? You didn't. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he's the worst Judge Judy. Oh, I'm, well, I don't know. He'd be a good judge. I bet you he'd, I bet you he'd measure up to Judge Judy. Char- Charlie would be a good judge. Yeah. They'd have a lot of fun. But what about a jury and executioner? Would be good at that? No, no, no. I'd be his bailiff. Okay. Yeah. I think you'd be his Heathcliff. Mm. The cat. I don't like any of this. <laughs> hey, Brad, uh, real quick. Yeah. What's the last movie you saw? Just kidding. Well, Just kidding. Just kidding. It's a sponsor time. What are you doing? Are you doing an SNL character? I said no, it's sponsor time. Just, just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Be cool. Be cool. Just I'm just screwing around. Just uh, who's our, who's today's sponsor? Ben, let me ask you something. When you and Nate, you know what you two. <laughs> by, by the way, Ben, do you get nervous every time he starts this? Yes. I get like anxiety feeling yeah. when, when he starts this. Like, what is this going to be? When you go to the movie theater, he's like, yeah. "When's the last time you threw up on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon?" <laughs> <laughs> You ever like a dog hey, tried to eat your vomit again? Exactly. Uh, hey, l- let me ask you a question. Uh, have you ever had <laughs> diarrhea of the mouth and vomit of the anus? Uh, just, 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 just asking for a friend. When you go to the movie theater, oh boy, what, what, what's the snack you get? What, 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 what are you, what are you, what are you uh, snacking on? Always popcorn. Nate, I know you love to get yourself a big old bag of popcorn. I do. I do. Not I, about I, more like a, a bucket. I like raisinets. But you get popcorn. Raisinets. I mean, uh, yeah, you get the popcorn, but I get raisinettes. I've never raisinettes? seen you. How I've never seen you, you eat raisinettes at the movie theater, but I have seen you. I have seen you down. Raisinettes is like an old man snack. I like raisinettes. What's wrong with liking raisinettes? I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not saying you're like a moral monster for liking it, but you raisins. and my grandfather love raisinettes. Do you put uh, Do you put raisinettes in your popcorn? No, I don't think Bailey loves them, and so we normally just no. Share of popcorn. course, she doesn't. So I wouldn't 80. just I wouldn't try to poison her with it if she didn't like it. So you know? admit they're poison. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you, you, you enjoy a big bucket of popcorn too, yeah. I do. Yeah. Well, today uh, I got a I got a special treat for you. <laughs> Some unpopped popcorn <laughs> in I a have, plastic bag that is gonna <laughs> break your fucking teeth. I have brought the taste of movie theater popcorn oh, here no. Oh, no. for you guys. If it's a peep, I'm in this pee. in this package, it is not a peep. Oh, but, thank God. But it looks like it's made in Laporte. Yes, it is made in Laporte because this comes from our friends at American Licorice. This is uh, Red Vines Twists, buttered popcorn flavor. So Ben, Wait, when did Red Vines get oh into boy. like go the, ahead and grab not being Red Vines. one of those out of there and then give one oh, to the Nate? The smell immediately. The smell popcorn. is immediately wow. butter popcorn. This was already open, so I assume you've tried this. I did try them because I, wow. I tried them because I thought we were going to have them on the show, and then I had to record remotely, and then you weren't on, and I was like, well, now I have to save these for two weeks. Hey, so I put them Coming at you, hot, hot to try. Put them in Wait, a Ziploc so bag. So these are two weeks old. Well, I mean, they've been opened by, but that's why I put them in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm joking. This is this is no the, fragrance. I was oh. I was shocked at how strong the smell was of these <laughs> uh, of these buttered popcorn red vines. So go ahead and give give them a taste. And they just licked it a little bit. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure that take a bite. I'm not sure that you um sealed the bag. I did. <laughs> this is how red vines are. They're really very chewy? chewy. Yeah, they're very chewy. They're 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 much more waxy and chewy than than Twizzlers, in my opinion. Did you know that red vines are bigger in, than Twizzlers in like California and out west? Yeah, like, red vines are a big West Coast uh, licorice thing. Even they're, though they're made here in Indiana, I mean they're made they're made more in uh, another place, not just Indiana, I but know, we have but, a factory here in the port. 
This is good. Yeah, you know, they're not bad. It, it's it, the, the smell is a lot more potent than it, it is. Yes, is. 100%. That's that's why I said when I posted about them on my Brad's Junk Instagram. Yeah, no, we totally read that. Um, but it's... Uh, I'm the, a subscriber. The taste is not unlike uh, the pop- buttered popcorn jelly belly jelly bean that you can get. It's it's a pretty similar flavor, but I think the jelly bean is much stronger in flavor. But the smell here is like, it's crazy how much it smells like buttered popcorn. Uh, um, I mean, you open that bag from where you're sitting. No, seriously. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, it smells like you when you open up a microwave bag of popcorn. I'm sorry, I'm chewing on the mic. It's pretty good. I'm surprised that you're. I, I'm, this is. I'm surprised. I don't know why really I keep surprised. on eating this, but I am. But. Do you like it, Nate? No. That's why I'm really surprised. <laughs> but you're, I keep you on continue. You're, it's half gone now. No, it's more than half gone. Um, but uh, I, I did keep on eating it. But no, it's not. It's not very good. But it, it's not certainly the worst thing you've brought here. Um, <laughs> and it was better than I thought it was going to be. Well, there you go. So I th- like it. Thanks to my connection at American Licorice for for sending. Uh, you can actually get these yourself if you want to. If you go to American Licorice, did you really get sent these? I did. Uh, and uh-huh. I, 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 I have a, um, like a mutual friend who works at American Licorice. And he's like, hey, if you ever want anything, and I saw these came out. They're part of a bigger like movie pack they have. You have to buy for like twenty. So bucks. I actually suppose this is the first time, for real, that American Licorice sponsored well, the show because they gave it to you for free. Well, I mean, a lot of stuff I get for free, but like this, this wasn't <laughs> Come sent. On this wasn't sent to go flicks yourself. It was sent to Brad's junk. So you're just reaping the benefits of my junk. Once again, you know, Nate. Can I talk to you real quick? Yep. Why can't he just let us have something? I do. I just let you have buttered popcorn red vines. No, 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 no. no. We're, ha- we're, we're having, having a sidebar. Sidebar. We're having a sidebar. But you didn't close the door. Okay. <laughs> but here's the thing is. Guys? If if Brad gets the Hello? option to, minute. to rob us of our joy, he, he does. will. I Every know. time. He's a joy. He's a, you know what? He, he's not an emotional vampire. He's a joy vampire. Yep. yep. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Hey, guys. What are you, what are you, what are you doing here? Nothing, man. Just. Nothing. Talking about how much we respect you and that you definitely don't take advantage of us. <laughs> so yeah, butter popcorn red vines. You can get them in this big movie pack that comes with uh, popcorn and 3D glasses and like a voodoo card. Uh, the voodoo as in the the video streaming oh. service, <laughs> not the dolls. <laughs> if you want to, uh, you know, destroy your enemies uh, using red vines, <laughs> you're just lucky I didn't bring the other thing that I got sent, which was the pickle roulette sour punch straws. Where Why did you do that? Wouldn't have done it. I think that where it's watermelon, it. green apple, lime, or pickle flavored. And Ben's like, oh, I can't do it. Pickles will make me gag. Did you? Did, do you, you not like pickles? You just turned into a, like a little George Bush impersonation. Not good. Not good. Okay. Well, we've, had, we've had quite the, quite a few impersonations this uh, this episode already, well, guys. It's been like two weeks since we've seen each other. I know. It's, it's, it's the, the silliness is coming out a little buttered bit. Buttered popcorn red vines. Thanks thanks so much, American Licorice. Yeah, we really appreciate you uh, donating to Brad's junk. Making dreams come true. It needs all the help it can get. Hey, uh, it really does. <laughs> um, there's, there's some kind of rash there, and I don't know what's going on. It's like on. a red viney situation. Yeah, I'm going to put glaze on it. Uh, <laughs> ben, what's the last movie you saw? Uh, uh, the last movie I saw was The Born Identity. The first one. Yeah, that's why it's called The Born Identity. Yeah. Yeah. What I watched you- that last night. I watched half the second one, but I haven't finished it yet. The Born Supremacy. Yes. Okay. And then I'm going to watch The Born Ultimate. I've seen them a yeah. lot. What about The Born Legacy? You going to watch that one? I won't. Um, <laughs> and I'm not going to watch Jason Bourne either. Yeah. Those are fine. The trilogy is great. It's one of my favorite trilogies of all time. I, I probably watch it about once a year. Um, and I just it was on HBO, so I thought I'd check it out. There you go. Uh, one of the most surprising things that I uh, forgot about that Matt Damon's in it. <laughs> Walton Goggins, yeah, is not a big part. He's just a CI tech, like mm-hmm. in the room, uh, in the first one. Or Walter Scroggins, as I call him, because I can't pronounce his name. There you go. Uh, also, it was made in 2002, and so every computer was still a wide body monitor, like the big old school <laughs> big Dells. tube monitors. And so it's like I I, I like to think like shut this location down, move on, and then like. 
<laughs> so that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, so I, I watched that. Uh, I actually, uh, Nate. Uh, Does it hold up? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. It, it's hard to think that that movie is that old, right? Yeah, and, yeah, it's 21 years old. Holy shit, I just realized that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. It's 21 years old. Matt Damon is obviously looks very young. He's aged pretty well, though, so I think that also helps. Like, you just don't think of it yeah. that, that old. Um, but, you know, the movie really does hold up. I mean, it's the action is incredible. You can see why a lot of things came after it looking yeah, like that. Yeah, I think a lot of people like don't necessarily uh, remember, but like the Bourne movies kind of changed how action was presented because it's uh, a lot of shaky close up you know kind of like stuff like that it made it a little bit more uh sloppy i guess i'm, I'm an idiot but who, who directed that uh it's john debont john debont <laughs> <laughs> uh no the first one uh oh crap who was that? i didn't um, know i didn't know because it does um, have a kind of a distinct kind of feel so to it for and, me. The, and while he's looking that up the problem is when you have something successful like that and you change uh, the genre a little doug bit lyman doug lyman okay uh, then the the knockoffs uh, start happening and, yep. they're, and they're terrible, right? Yep. Do you remember what Taken Two? There's a famous cut oh yeah, scene where it's like he jumps over a fence and using like twenty cuts. cuts. Yeah, so that that was the 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 problem with Hollywood was like, ooh, this is the shaky yep. cam stuff. So now they're using it as too messy. You're not even seeing the fights. So then in 2002 to 2005, maybe you saw a bunch of that shit happen. Yeah. Uh, but no, that was great. I also watched, uh, uh, I got my movie from Nate this week uh, 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 on Saturday. On Saturday. Are you preparing people to say you didn't watch it? Hold on. Uh, so I had prescribed, prescribed. Wow. <laughs> myself some oxycodone. No. I gave Brad the movie Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Mm-hmm. So I decided it's been, a, I really like that movie, but it's been a long time since I've seen it. So I watched that like on Thursday night. I, yeah. I read, watched it just in case that I didn't get a movie from, from Mr. Nate. I got your movie on Saturday. I watched it. It was Finch, yep. uh, which is a post-apocalyptic uh, a story of a, a, a retired engineer that survives the apocalypse that builds an AI robot that's not very smart because he doesn't get all of his brain uploaded. And, and the uh, engineer is played by Tom Hanks. Yep, Tom Hanks plays the engineer, and he basically has He's got a real future. to uh, uh, try to survive you know, uh, with his dog and his- Love his, that dog. And his, oh, my God. So the movie is is- endearing and lovely and it came out during the pandemic and i I, i've assigned it to both of you i think brad finally watched it as well i did uh i I liked it so much and again maybe just because there wasn't a lot coming out at the time during the pandemic but um it is a very simple film in that it's it is this robot voice by i can't remember caleb landry thank you and he actually didn't just do the voice he did the motion capture for the robot really yeah um tom hanks and the dog and that's pretty much the there are no other humans in the entire Um, film and so it's a simple kind of film in that way, but somehow so it had emotionally grabbed me. No, it's very, very good. I wish more people had seen this movie because I slept on it because it came out during the pandemic, and I was well. Not only did it come out during the pandemic, but it was also it's an Apple TV Plus movie, yep. and so like it didn't get a lot of play because a lot of the Apple TV Plus movies really don't take off much. Um, it's like yep, I if, agree. if your movie's on Apple TV Plus, it's not getting as much attention. That as was sort of the big deal Netflix about Coda, or, right? Because yeah. Coda was kind of made it through but very few films have made yeah. it through but, and, and, but no like I, I agree with Ben because honestly I was watching it and I was like man I wish that they released this in theaters wide and like even watching it today I I, I loved it because it's familiar uh, but it's it emotional it pulls at your heartstrings the performance uh, and the visual effects they are used to bring uh, the robot who comes to call himself Jeff yep. 
Um, it's just it's I done, would like to be Jeff. It's done so well because it's there's an evolution of the robot in the short period of time because he's learning, and so he goes from sounding like this like uh you know Russian robot in a, in a way. It's so funny to sounding more human, and he starts yeah. moving in a, in a more human way. And Look at me, I am walking. <laughs> yeah, and then there's this there's these evolutions of emotions as well, which I again in the season we're in with AI, we had a conversation before the podcast started about AI and stuff like this. It, it just presents a lot of very interesting things where, um, you know, our personhood comes from, our humanity comes from, what happens when uh, AI or things like this evolve emotions. Because I can tell you, when I watch this, I start crying, you know, based on the nature of this relationship and thinking, is this still just a robot, right? Sure. Um, he gets free, he goes from the, may I ask you a question, yep. to, uh, are you mad at me? Are you yep. upset with yep. me? Like, and he, the... Emotion behind the, and I know it's a dumb robot voice, yep. but when he says, Are you mad at me? Yep. And he looks at <laughs> Tom Hanks, I'm like, Oh, are you, don't be mad at him, Tom. Don't be mad at him, Tom. Uh, so yeah, great, great I, movie. Ten out of ten. Love it. Love it. Love it. Because again, not enough people watch this film, and I like talking about it because I thought it was yeah. so good. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I was super impressed by the visual the effects. Visual effects too. are incredible. Yeah. The robot looks unbelievable. And uh, it's no, it fu- looks believable. It's funny because <laughs> there was. As I was watching, I, I I thought it might be motion capture because I was looking at the hands and I was like, they had to have made those hands like that because they wanted somebody to like look like the robot and the hands to really feel like it. And I read an article where they talked to, um, I think it was the visual effects, one of the visual effects supervisors, uh, where they really did, um, Caleb Landry Jones in his performance, uh, because he doesn't have an expressive face, the robot doesn't, except over like the lenses for his eyes, uh, Caleb Landry Jones put a lot of performance into his hands and, sure. his, and his fingers and you can really see it and how lifelike they are and whatnot um but Just like some of the funniest stuff in the movie is of course with the robot uh the fact that the the design of the robot where he his face goes and like does a, a 180 it's like yeah. almost straight looking straight down as he's walking watching mm-hmm. himself walk yeah just like a, a newborn giraffe trying to figure out how to walk yeah. you know it just it was so seamless the the it was so fucking believable. Like and Tom Hanks is great. I thought it was a real he's, robot, he's, man. He's, yeah. he's just really. Oh, Tom good Hanks is uh, he, like you said. He's got a real future. <laughs> uh, I don't know why you started this bit or why it's gone for so long. <laughs> but yeah, but you're right, man. He's really good in this movie. Um, what's the most famous Tom Hanks movie that you have never seen? I I, I have never seen Captain Phillips. It's the most famous Tom Hanks movie that I have never seen. I mean, you might not even have one, Brad, but have you seen a... a I mean, there's definitely Tom Hanks movies I haven't seen. I just don't know if... Like, like Bachelor Party? I've seen Bachelor yeah, Party. Yeah, I'm sure there's movies like in the 80s that I have not seen. Like Volunteers? Volunteers? I haven't um, seen Volunteers. I mean, we said good movies, though. Or I said good movies. So, yeah, look up his filmography. Uh, I've not seen Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want to watch that. Um, let's see. Let's see. I'm going I'm to... Angels and Demons I didn't see. You're not missing anything with those Da Vinci Code sequels. Not at all, dude. Not even the first one. I think it's. I think mine is probably um, the Circle. <laughs> I haven't seen the Circle actually. It's not. It's not good. I started watching it and then I got bored. Yeah, there you go. Full uh, circle. I think the Lady Killers probably is probably his most. Yeah, that's a pretty well-known movie yeah. because it's the. I don't think I've seen the Burbs. I just watched the Burbs. Did you? Yeah, we talked about it. Wait, are you serious, Nate? What? That you haven't seen the Burbs for real? I don't, I don't think I have. I would have to rewatch it and see if it sounds. But I mean, it was. I made know what you're like, watching next movie. I know, it was made in like 1989. I just yeah. don't. If I saw it, it, it'd been a lot of years ago, and I don't, well, I don't seem to. I remember. know, but I'm subscribing. Like, to I remember you next time. Big. I remember you know yeah. a lot of these other. Turner ones. and Hooch. 
You've yep. seen that. Love Turner and Hooch. Turner and Hooch. No, you've seen it, though. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Joe versus the Volcano. I, I remember that. Mm-hmm. The Man with One Red Shoe. Have you seen that? Uh-huh. I don't think I have. That's a good one as well. Young Young Hanks. Yeah, he's really young. That Yanks. <laughs> Yanks. <laughs> uh, what else did you watch? Uh, I saw Ghosted. Oh. Ana de Armas. Oh, okay. And Chris Evans. You're yeah. not doing it right, by the way. Uh, how do you say it? Ana de Armas. Okay, that's oh, that sounds like you're so taking weird. a shit. <laughs> Who's your favorite actress right now? Nay, <laughs> <laughs> are you okay? Honey, bring me the Arnold. I did a Taco Bell last night. I got Arnold. Anyway, uh, how was it? I don't know that that was the best casting for her, for the role that she played. Why is I, that? She plays the ghost, I, right? I like I like her a lot. I liked her on SNL. I, I like uh, I liked her in uh, uh, the the murder movie. What is it? Knives Out. Knives Out. She's very talented. I feel like she was miscast in this. I saw this as well. I thought Chris Evans was miscast because I see. I like I like I thought he was okay. I can't believe him as not an action star. Like I mean, dude, you should stop working out for a couple months before you run for this. There's plenty ha- of fit people who don't want to be secret agents. Yeah, like me. I know, but it just it just I had a hard time suspending fit. that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you said fat. <laughs> But I, I agree, there was something wrong with the casting. In this. Yeah, it, it felt miscast. Um, Chris Evans does a pretty serviceable job. It, it, I get it, though. You don't maybe believe that he's an everyman. Yep. Um, who just because he's, ca- he's, who's he's just cast instead? Off, he's fresh I, I off know. cap, right? So it's hard. I don't know. Uh, exactly. I, it's hard for me to suspend. Fresh off cap. Steve Rogers. Four years ago. I mean, honestly, though, it's he'll still... always be Steve Rogers. Yeah, he's always going to be Captain America. There's no, there's never going to be a fresh off like, like. I mean, it's yeah. There's never going to be a time where it's not fresh because like everyone fair. always thinks I'm a Captain America now. That's fair. He's fresh off. <laughs> Endgame was four years ago. Yeah, nine, 2019. That's three years, Brad. It's 2023. What? No, it didn't. It came out in like late. It came out in summer of 2019. No, it's almost four years to the day this Holy month. Shit, I thought it was like three. No. No, we're old. The pandemic robbed us of a couple of years. It did. So. Well, yeah. So anyway, ghosted. It's okay. I, I didn't hate it. No, um, I didn't hate it. There's like, uh, there's enough there that I it was I, I didn't yeah. like want to turn it off ever. Yep. Same. Um. Uh. There's a couple of fun cameos that I liked a lot in it. Um. But Doc, Doc Brown. Yep. Yep. Marty. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go back in time. But I, I actually really wanted to like this, and I really kind of thought again. I, I had my hopes up because I love action those two comedy people. kind of being yeah. romance a little bit in there, and I they flipped the script a little there. bit. Yeah, and I was hopeful, but eh, it's, it's a, it. I would not go out of your way to see it. Yeah. I would go out of your way to see Finch. I would go out of your way to see Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. I would go out of your way to see The Born Identity if you, for some reason, never seen those movies. Uh, but I would not add Ghosted to that list. Oh, rough. That was the dog from Finch. Anything else that you watched? I, I if I did, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, it, did I forget? I don't know. <laughs> I thought you maybe we had a conversation <laughs> off the air. And you're like, uh, <clears throat> no, no. I, I do think that's everything. Actually, that's pretty good for me this week. Four, I know that's good. Yeah, pretty. I did get you to start watching a TV show. Oh. Tulsa, Tulsa King. No, no, you told me to watch Tulsa King. <laughs> no, did I did not. Are no, you, I didn't. Are you watching? Hold on. Tulsa? Okay. Oh. No, no, no. You're not going to trick me. Uh, no, uh, Nate. Did you see what he tried to do there? He uh, tried to make this a TV. But I'm not talking about Tulsa I, King. We're not I talking know, about. But, but and also, Brad. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Hold on a second. Why did you do this? I wanted to do this simply because I want to everyone to know how good Primal is. Okay, no, that's fair. Uh, very quickly, is Primal a TV show? It is a animated 
TV, TV show, show yeah. on HBO. It's from, from Adult Swim. Yeah, it's from Jenny Tartakovsky, who created Dexter's Laboratory and Samurai Jack. And it's there's it's a, a caveman and a dinosaur that kind of have to weirdly team up. Um, there's not one word spoken in the show. It's just grunts and score. And it's probably the best pilot of any TV show I've ever seen in my entire life. It's, it's such a cool show. Stunningly beautiful. So well written. The music is perfect. It is literally a ten out of ten. Like everybody should watch. It's brutal. It's hard to watch a little bit, but it's yeah, it's, it's worth it's it. It's animated. And it's not one to watch with the kids if you're uh, yeah. concerned about violence. There's no sexual stuff, but it is a very violent, like blood splatter kind of. What show. network is or what? It it's came, on HBO Max. It came from Adult Swim, so and it came out in 2019. I didn't even yeah, know the, this thing happened. Yeah, first season came out 2019. Is the second on? season came, second season came out last year, but that's it. They did two seasons. So I just over. read that they were talking about it bringing it back for a third season so i don't know no so what so what what oh we're talking about tv god damn it what jenny tartikoski has talked about is go on continuing the concept of, gotcha. of primal but not the story of spear and fang which is what they call the caveman the dinosaur um, but he would like to do an anthology series where like it's the same kind of thing but just with different kinds of characters different time periods and that kind of thing. guys i know it's a movie podcast it's the the episode's like 19 minutes long yeah you have time Go watch it's, it. It's, it's, a, it's a very cinematic it's series. Beautiful. That's why it's I wanted to bring beautiful. it up. beautiful. Did you guys ever see Full House? Yep. <laughs> oh, boy. You guys want to talk about other TV shows? Nope. Nate, Wait, Nate what's the last movie you saw, Nate, buddy? we should start a, movie, a, a TV podcast. Yeah, do it on your own time. I think it would be a lot of fun. All right. Uh, thanks for listening. No, 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 no. <laughs> what are you doing? What'd you watch, Nate? What'd you watch, Nate? I watched, actually, quite a few films because it's been two weeks. Yeah. Um, so I did watch Ghosted as well, um, but I, I talked about that. I watched a, a movie in the theaters called Air. You saw Air? I loved it. Yeah, man, it's so good. It is so stupidly good. Like I, it, it I went in with high expectations, and it met it and exceeded it. It was so good. Um, it just directed so well, acted just. I mean, every, of course, it's like you know, award-winning actors just chewing up screen time all yeah. the time, doing their thing. Great script. Yeah, wonderful script. Who wrote it? I don't know. Because you're dicks. I mean, it, it almost could be, almost could be like a Sorkin-like script. It is so good. It, no, it does. It does have the sharpness of a Sorkin yeah. script. I, I agree with you there. Um, it's so. But what what I love about it is it tells a story that again uh, was kind of around my gr- upbringing. I, I unlike Ben, I, I grew up in a trailer park. I was very poor. I didn't get what? Jordans, Air Jordans like you Ben know. did. Did you have a pair of Air Jordans? Hey, did yeah. you did yes. you really did yes. you really grow up in a trailer park? I did. I lived in a trailer park for a few years when I was young. I bet you didn't have a pair of Air Jordans. Well, no, because I, I mean, to be fair, when I was born, they weren't around yet. So, I mean, like, oh, like when, when you were in like elementary school. So I was born in 1986. But how old were you when you got your first pair of Air Jordans? Oh God, I, I've never owned a pair of Air Jordans. Yeah, me either. Ben's yeah. had like. 20 pairs. Friend of the pod, Charlie Young, uh, famously loved Air Jordans when he was in high school. He had a couple pairs. Did he? Yeah. Uh, Judge, Judge Charlie. Yeah, Judge Charlie. Judge Charlie. <laughs> I had a couple of pairs. Um, but, each. I, uh, but I do remember, again, <laughs> it, what was fun about this is... I had the Pippin Pumps. Uh, <laughs> oh, I had like the Hakeem Olajuwon. Hey, did Kmart you want to be specials. second best? Have these. But it is kind of hey no. I had the John Stockton loafers. <laughs> did you have the Judd Bushler high tops? Well, hey, hey, Brad, you say that, but John Stockton plays a role in Air because that, that is true. Uh, they so so those that have not seen hey, it, essentially spoiler free here, buddy. No, 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 it, it, this won't be. A oh spoiler. yeah, John Stockton dies <laughs> in Air. <laughs> he dies in the air. Yeah, like somebody throws him off a building. No, it's a plane crash. Oh no. Yeah. Hey, right into the twin towers. Wait, <laughs> wait, is this a sequel to Plane? Yeah, called Air. Uh huh. 
the, and the third one's gonna be called airplane <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm laughing out loud at that that's good so anyway, uh, there was an <laughs> episode of Full House with DJ Tanner. <laughs> um, so, uh, Love Dare so is really Dare. good. Go what see what it. else did you watch? Uh, another movie called Space Oddity. Have you Space heard of this? Space Oddity. Is yeah. that based on the song of the same name? Uh, it does play a role in it, Ground actually. control to major So, Tom. this is a, a film directed by Kira Sedgwick. Um, Kevin Bacon's wife. Kevin Bacon's wife. And ba- Kevin Bacon is in here. Uh, but, I mean... I Kevin think- Bacon's in here? Uh, he's in the film. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Bacon. But hey, I, it's me, Kevin I, I Bacon. feel like Kira Sedgwick would want to say she's more than Kevin Bacon's wife. Oh, no, I was just, yeah, pro- wow. I, I was providing context to the people as to who, if you don't know who Kira Sedgwick yeah, is, I think she's, she's only important. On be, she's, she's only important on because she's. I've Kevin never Bacon's seen wife. her in anything or know that she's directed anything. Uh, I don't know anything about her except for that she's Kevin Bacon's wife. <laughs> wow. So this isn't, is a film with. Isn't she the closer? Yes. Yeah. So you do know. I know. I'm just kidding. Oh, The Closer is a TV show. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. So, so what do you think of Space Oddity? Uh, so this is a film that uh, had uh, Kyle. Do you know Kyle Allen? No. He's, okay. He's like. It's like your buddy from high school? No. He, he kind of looks like it, by the way. But actually, he looks like Tom DeLonge from Blink-182. <laughs> um, but uh, This is ground control to Tom DeLonge. <laughs> Alexandra Ship. Do you know who that is? I know who Alexandra Ship okay, Alexandra Shipp is, yes. Uh, Madeline Brewer, uh, Simon Helberg, Kevin Bacon, and Carrie Preston. So this this tells a story about a guy that's going to go to Mars. And it's a one-way ticket. Um, Tom DeLonge way away. And... So here, here's what I liked about the film. I, I, they set a nice tone of the film. That it, tonally, it's a nice film. There was just some unbelievable parts for me. Not going to Mars wasn't part of it. But <laughs> um, the, the character they had playing the role of the guy going to Mars, I didn't believe. Um, I didn't believe he'd be the one going to Mars. Why? Um, he, he just he was, he was a little fat. too aloof. <laughs> no, he wasn't fat. He was just a little too aloof. Um, and how they had him play that character. Mm-hmm. And if if you're going to Mars, like I feel like, and maybe You'd I've be seen pretty too much many. on it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Did you see Rocket Man? Not I, the John, not the Elton John movie. Oh, did I see Rocket the Man? One, Love that film when I was like twelve. Yeah, of yeah. course, the one with Harlan Williams. Yes, it's uh, it's it's Rocket Man and Bubble Boy, the double feature. Yeah, yeah. And okay. and then there's this other thing that's like, what's more terrifying, the ever expanding idea of space? Or love. Oh. <laughs> that makes me just cringe hard. So, no. Uh, it's a film that I didn't turn off. I watched the whole thing, but I would not recommend. Kind gotcha. of like what you said. Um, and then the final movie I watched is a film I was assigned called Nodding Hill. Um, it is a film that came out in 1999. Um, stars uh, Hugh Grant and Julie Roberts, kind of at the height of a lot of their popularity. Um, Julie Roberts, uh, that's the ex-wife of Lyle Lovett. <laughs> and Richard Gere. <laughs> Um, Julie Roberts, did you marry Richard Gere? It was just a movie. He's right. referencing Pretty Woman. So Notting Hill is a romantic comedy starring uh, Julie Roberts and Hugh Grant, kind of at the top of their game. Um, it's it's funny. It's sweet. It's good. Uh, I had a crush on Julie Roberts as I was watching it because she's just really so sweet. She's yes, yeah, no, she is. She's so sweet. Have you this. seen Notting Hill? Um, I. I mean, I saw all of those like four weddings and a funeral. Yeah, it's, and, a, it's yeah. been a while. What, so, what was the other movie? That, not Notting Hill, and then what was the bookstore one? That's Notting Hill. This okay, then I have Hill. seen yeah. that one. Sorry, I didn't. I, I get him confused. What's the other one? Notting uh, Hill. No, <laughs> there is another rom com with Julia uh, Roberts and Hugh Grant, though, right? Uh, n- no. Are you sure? Yeah, not with Julia Roberts and Hugh Grant. Anyway, Hugh Grant has done other movies with the guy who directed uh, gotcha. Notting Hill. Okay, but, all right. 
Oh, you're thinking of Paddington. <laughs> and by I mean Richard Curtis, who wrote Notting Hill. He didn't, oh, are you he didn't direct of, Notting Hill. Are you thinking of Two Weeks Notice? I, I don't know. What with uh, Sandra, Sandra Bullock. Bullock. Okay, fine. Yeah, yes. Whatever. Is, he was... Um, Love Actually. No. Mickey Blue Eyes. <laughs> no. Hey, forget mm. about it. <laughs> what about nine months? Are you thinking of nine months? No, I guys, I'm okay. You know what? I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize that I thought that Julia Roberts and Hugh Grant were in more than one romantic comedy as the two leads. Okay. I apologize. <laughs> Let's fucking move on. Okay. <laughs> Bridget Jones uh, Diary. <sighs> what about that one? There's three of those. Too. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get we'll get through them. But yeah. I want you to say no to each one. <laughs> So right. so it was it was really good. Um, what what is Notting Hill about, Nate? It is about a Hugh Grant owns a bookstore and a travel bookstore. A bookstore, all right. It, it being a travel bookstore is kind of like a it's thing cuz it's like it's yeah. like meant to be this like what the fuck ever bookstore. <laughs> like like who visits it? only it? has travel books? Yeah. 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 It's and a, it was a whole store. It's 1998. Yeah, no, I, I get it. <laughs> but like people still bought books then wow. from stores, but um uh, Julia Roberts is this actress, and she goes into the store. They meet. They have kind of a, a meet cute. Yeah. Uh, they hey, do you have the new Rick Steves uh, Australia in? <laughs> oh, next week. Okay, I'll definitely be back to this travel bookstore. Yeah, I mean, hey, you never know, right? Hey, here's my phone number. Call me when the new Rick Steves Australia book is. By in. By the way, you've used Rick Steves twice. I got, Use I a different say, travel guy. Please. I don't know another one. <laughs> know. Is Rick Steves a real travel guy? I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce his name. Yeah. Are you sure it's not I don't Rick think it's like Stevis? <laughs> I don't know. I, you know why? Because I've only ever read it Rick in Stav- the books. Rick Stevays. <laughs> R- Ricky Stevays. <laughs> anyway, Nate, so they so they meet in the bookstore. They meet, and essentially the rest of the story is them um, uh, falling in love, but also having hurdles to it, breaking up, and then four or five months later, getting back together, these kind of things. And then eventually they find each other in the end. Um, Whoa. The, the movie, though, the movie, though, where it kind of... Where the comedy comes into is Hugh Grant has this kind of group of friends that are very funny. Uh, Reese Ifans is mm-hmm. his name, I think, uh, plays his roommate. He has some really good comedic stuff there. Um, and so, I mean, it it is it is. I, I wouldn't say it's paint by numbers at all. It's it's not that, but I mean, it, it's certainly you know where the film is going, and ro- it ends where I want it to end. It ends with them together. I hate when when movies end. I don't know if I've told you this. My least favorite probably film is The Breakup. With Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston because they don't end up together. I hate that film. Because, but they also, but they nope. also, they also give it like leave it open ended so yep. they. It seems it. like they probably I, I could though. I, nope, no, no, no. I need it to end well to where I need to know if the top stops spinning in. Yeah. Yes, yes. I, I, I cannot <laughs> yeah. tell you that I that I, I I need my movies explained to me. And I want that. I don't it, loose ends. I won't even watch a movie that has the words loose or ends in it. <laughs> now, I love no, that. I, I am with you. I package it up. I'm, Joe, I'm making package, fun of you. Yeah, pa- I'm, not, I'm not saying this because I, I you want You don't that. agree? No. I, don't, I, I have to. No, package that baby up. <laughs> Did he not know I was making fun of you? Oh, no, buddy, I thought, because I, I, I 100% agree with you. But this, is why he, this is why he doesn't like horror movies. Why? Because they, they always leave it open-ended for, oh, for a sequel. Because they have to have a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fair enough. Uh, no, I want, it, I want it to button up nicely. Okay. Unless, unless you're doing- Like a nice pair of pants. Yeah. Be what? snug. You want to button up happy, nicely um, okay. at the end. That's and a this weird thing it. to say. This does it. I like. Oh, I'm it. sorry. You you like loose pants? <laughs> <laughs> that's not, 
That's oh, not the opposite. Oh, all, all loose pants conduits over oh. here. I don't, I don't want my pants fitting around my that's waist. Not, I like I'm sagging around my thighs a little bit. That's not the only 42-year-old that's wearing Janko every yeah, week. Yeah, seriously. That, He's that, walking around with these big potato sack pants. Like, man, guys, I don't know what you're doing wearing these tight pants. Loose <laughs> pants is where it's at. Old Ben Conowitz and his potato sack pants. I hate you so much for taking what... I was saying and twisting it so you far. You just said you don't like nice buttons. buttons I said it's a bad analogy. Who doesn't like good pants? A good, nice fitting pants. Nate, why? <laughs> Sometimes I buy pants with a little bit of stretch in the stomach. No. <laughs> I, I hear you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> is that the last movie you saw? Uh, yep, that is. Bradford, how about you? I, I love Notting Hill. It's it uh, is great. Uh, my fun. My, it has, Highly recommend. It has one of my uh, favorite shots, like like ever in it, and it's a uh, that quick sequence when uh, he's kind of forlorn after calling things off with Julie Roberts, and he walks through this like area in his neighborhood, and, and it goes through all four seasons to show time has passed, but it's one singular shot across the same street, and it goes from spring. Uh, to to summer to fall to winter and like it's just done in such a great way. It's, it, it's really cool. It, it, I was thinking about that, Brad, when I was watching this. Is so many rom com now are just kind of taken from Lifetime movies or Hallmark yeah. movies, and they're just too paint by numbers. This actually was beautifully directed had some style in it as well. Yeah, I, um, I I love when romantic comedies do that. Also, and, I thought you got one of my favorite scenes of all time is just Julia Roberts and Hugh Grant. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, there's uh, this has a great soundtrack too. I love the soundtrack in this movie. Yep. So, um, but yeah, Richard Curtis, who wrote this, he also wrote uh, Love Actually and about Mickey time, Blue Eyes. So I, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I, but I really like his stuff. He's uh, he can be he can be a little bit sappy sometimes, but I I, mean, I'm I think there's a, there's a lot of genuine heart to it. I'm here so for it. it. Yep. Uh, and Hugh Grant needs to do sappy. Like he needs he needs to be. Have you seen the gentleman? and then snappy. Hey, yeah. Have you have you seen the gentleman? I don't know if it's I have. Guy Ritchie's from like two years ago. Yeah, he plays like a, a real like piece, piece of shit. crime. No, boss. no, I don't yeah. think I've seen that. He re- he plays an absolute asshole piece of shit, and I and I'm here for it. It's it's a really fun turn for yeah, him. Yeah, we're actually kind of in an era where Hugh Grant is playing. Assholes I don't know because he's a dick in Dungeons and Dragons yeah. too. Oh, also in Paddington. He's a, he's a dick. <laughs> he in is, no, he is. I know. He's, he's, he's the villain in Paddington. Oh, no. too. Yeah, yeah. Have you not seen Paddington? I actually have never seen Paddington. Oh, and I, I, it's like hundred percent around tomatoes. Like I've heard it. it is they're so both, good. They're both great. They're, they're both great. very charming. Yeah. Yeah. There's a Paddington too. Yeah, there's two. Oh, Paddington. No, and they're both very good. Actually, yeah. yeah. Paddington. Um, Brad, I, I know, and the listener might be able to suss out here, maybe why we started the show the way we did, uh, with the popcorn. Oh God, red vines. Stop. We we know the last movie you probably saw, but. What other movies did you see? Do you though? Ooh, no, probably not because you probably watched your assignment <laughs> really late. What's the last movie you think I watched? Guardians of the Galaxy. No, that's not the last movie I watched. Oh my god! Uh, the last movie I watched was Finch, which you talked about. I was going to say Finch. I, yeah, I did that. Uh, before he that, that like, before that, I watched the movie that you assigned to me, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Uh, it's the first time I had seen it. I'd never seen it before. I've seen other Guy Ritchie stuff. I'm very familiar with his style as a filmmaker, and watching this was actually a lot of fun because uh, it it was like um, watching Clerks. For the first right. time, you see where a yeah. lot of the stuff comes yeah, from. Yeah, or right? watching Pulp Fiction for the first time and really getting a sense, or, or Reservoir Dogs rather, um, and getting a sense of like the filmmakers' roots and like really seeing all the stuff that they grew started with yep. and like grew into. Uh, man, young Jason Statham here. This this was his breakthrough yeah. role, playing a guy named. Do you remember? Oh shit! What is his name? Bacon. Bacon. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and it's funny. So, uh, what uh, the previous episode when I was remote, we talked about Jason Fleming, and you're like, "Who the fuck is Jason Fleming?" Jason Fleming is Tom in this movie. He's, oh he's, shit! He's one of Guy Ritchie's like regulars. There you go. He's, he's a great actor. Well, I apologize. See, Tom. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> uh, 
Um, but but yeah, so it's uh this was this was a really fun movie. Um, it's it's a little bit uh slower paced up top than Guy Ritchie's usual fare, but because it all kind of leads but to like do, all the storylines. I like that, right? Yeah, the, I did too. The slow burn uh, because you're you're like you do have a lot to keep track of. Yeah, it's at first it's a little confusing. I'm, I'm like, what the fuck's going on in this movie? And then it's like, oh okay, now there's a scene, Nate. Have you ever seen it? I don't think so. There's a scene. Early on, very early on in the movie, I mean, really early on, where uh, 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 these three guys are walking into a pub and a gentleman is fully engulfed in flames and passes them coming out like, ah! yeah. and the three guys are like, yeah, we're still going into this bar. And like, what the fuck is this movie? <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, it gets explained, you know, like, oh, it's a, like you were talking about, there are so many stories and plot lines interwoven here. And he does a very, very good job for being a young filmmaker. At the yeah, time, absolutely. Getting that done. Um, lots of things to cover. And of course, Vinnie Jones. Mwah, mm-hmm. Just yeah. perfect. I don't know the old man's name that plays, not not the uh, Hatchet Harry or whatever. The other guy. But the other guy that Cause talks, he, talks he's got. Yeah, because he, play, he plays the guy with the big glasses in Snatch. Yes. Yeah. So he has a voice. Yeah. That is an awesome bad guy voice also the guy who plays plank has an awesome voice because when i heard his voice uh, he, he sounds like an older british guy and you look at him and it, the face does not match right? the voice yeah. at all it's weird so that that casting is just really well done yeah it's a it's a great ensemble cast it's it's, it's a, a lot of quick movie too yeah it's it's about an hour and 45 minutes uh it's cool seeing the storylines come together it has a, a fun upbeat soundtrack it has you know guy ritchie's signature uh, violence. Also, one random person I was surprised to see, and uh, he was just kind of just starting his career, like Tom Jason Hanks. Statham, uh, um, Rob Brydon. You know uh, who that is? Uh, which who's he playing the movie? Uh, he he's the the traffic cop towards the end. Oh, see, I didn't even recognize. Yeah, so him he from he's else. very famous now. He's oh. a famous like British actor and comedian. Have you seen the trip with uh, with Steve Coogan? No, see, I've I don't I have never seen a lot of British comedy stuff. Oh, okay. Like that. So Steve ben Coogan hates the Brits. I don't know if you know this. Steve- Listen, America was founded upon certain principles, and they have still never apologized. God, Steve least- Coogan and Rob Brydon kind of became this great comedy duo, and they have a, a trilogy of movies called "The Trip," "The Trip to Italy," and "The Trip to Spain." And the real appeal is just this like back and forth banter that they have with each other, where they're just like insulting each other and just like quick back and forth stuff, and they're hilarious. Uh, and he just has this Rob Brydon just has this bit part, and I was like, holy shit, Rob Brydon! I looked up, and this is like his first like proper movie role. Really, he had done some minor stuff before, but like it's crazy seeing how many people had their career start with Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Absolutely. Barrels. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. But yeah, a lot of fun. Really liked it. Um, I've seen a lot of other stuff too, and I'll be as 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 brief as I can with it before I get to uh, I guess the the real meat of the uh, thing that I'll talk about without spoiling anything. But I saw Sisu, which is uh, we oh, never. Oh, I want to see that. We never yeah. talked about the trailer on here. Uh, I think we forgot about it, but we've talked about it in our private text thread. And this is a basically the best way to describe it is John Wick meets Inglorious Bastards. Uh, it follows this old man. I assume in like northern Norway or something. It's in like Finland. That. Or Finland. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he, uh, um, it's the end of World War II. Basically, like the Nazis are kind of on their way out. This old man, uh, he's digging for gold and he finds a, a shit ton of it, and he's just trying to get back to you know cash it in. Runs into a rogue battalion of Nazis. They realize he has a shit ton of gold, and they try to to stop him, and just turns into this one old man who actually apparently has some like legendary legacy as like this unstoppable 
uh, Baba Yaga. Mi- yeah, mythic, mythically immortal, like force. <laughs> he, just, he just hasn't like like people know who he is, and so they just Sisu. they fucked with the wrong guy. And, I love it. Uh, so yeah, there's some really cool action stuff in it. I it's, can't stream this though, can I? Not yet. It's God it's. It. I think it's only in theaters right now. It'll probably be on VOD sometime soon. I think. But it's um. I really want to see this. It's it's not it doesn't quite measure up to the greatness of a John Wick or an Inglorious Bastards. How could you though? Yeah, it's it's tough. Um, it does have a little bit of a grindhouse vibe to it. Um, but it's 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 a little too basic in some parts. Can but I, some great action moments. Can for I sure. ask you um a, a stupid American question? Yes. Is this in English or is it? It is Spanish? actually. It, it okay. is. It is All in right. English. Yeah. I didn't know. Go, ma- sometimes going in prepared for it, like yeah. I'm gonna watch. Honestly, a movie like it, you, that question kind of made my heart stop a little bit because I was like, oh no, <laughs> if I have to read, there are <laughs> there are subtitles here and there, but it is predominantly. And I'm in fine English. with that. But I just, yeah. And I'd even watch it if it was unfinished. I just didn't know going in. You yeah. Know? You would no. watch it if it was unfinished. Understand hmm. about It was a reach. It was a reach. He took yeah. it. He, no, he sometimes I go it. for it. Uh, I also saw Evil Dead Rise. I went. went oh to the yeah, we it. talked about that. Um, is it as good as? I mean, a lot of it's getting good ratings. I loved it. It's it's exactly what I wanted. It is, it is gory. It is gruesome. It is suspenseful and intense. It is exactly what I want from an Evil Dead movie. Do you think Ben will love it? Ben, I, we, ben and I actually talked about this off the podcast over the weekend. We had we had lunch, and he does he doesn't like gory or gruesome. Hey guys, movies. thanks for the invite. Oh, you have a family. Yeah, fuck and off. seriously, you were probably like running like the church bake sale or something. Wow, nope. that, well, you, uh, can I just say that we were really harsh right now? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's trying to make us. I know, but he's trying to make us seem like we, we're not inviting him. But we, all I was we went really over this. Like, <laughs> oh fuck you and your family! Go run the church bank sale, you prick! Like what? What? <laughs> a lot of fire coming at me. All I'm saying is maybe an invite next time. <laughs> I mean, I would probably say no, but <laughs> <laughs> it would just be nice to be asked. <laughs> you guys think I'm. Me. Like I think about you. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I really liked it a lot. It's uh, you know, there's a lot of just real cringeworthy moments where it just really squirming, squirming in your seat. So we talked about that. I I won't watch it because I don't. I'm not a huge fan of gore. I, really? I just yeah, I, I can watch a horror movie that has like a couple scenes in it like that. But if it's predominantly the draw of the movie is like, look at how uncomfortable these scenes are going to make you. It just it's it's not, it's not enjoyable for me. Yeah, and I saw. Speaking of gore, uh, I also saw Renfield, which is another gory movie. But the, uh, while Evil Dead is like grotesquely gory, Renfield is more cartoonishly gory in a way. Um, Brad, real quick, I gave my son Finn, who I've talked about on the mm-hmm. podcast, the option: Do you want to go see Renfield or do you go see Air? He chose Air. Did he make the right choice? Absolutely. Okay. Renfield is entertaining. It's, it's entertaining enough, I'll say. Um, it's it's a breeze. It's like an hour and a half long. Uh, Nicholas Cage is having so much fun chewing scenery in it. Nicholas Holt is having a good time too. I love Nicholas Holt. Yeah, it, it is very enjoyable. Uh, however, it's too much of a very basic action movie. Like it's basically superhero style action, and okay. I'm just like, all right, fine. I wish it would have been weirder. I yeah. wish they would have gone a little more off the wall with the premise because I feel like there's a lot more room to have fun with it. Uh, ben Schwartz is is re- really enjoyable in it as well. He plays just this fucking like unhinged uh, drug dealer, like in like a douchebag asshole member of his his crime family. Um, that sounds about right for Ben Schwartz. Like, oh, yeah. You could pull that off Oh, perfectly. yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. But, yeah, I, I was hoping for uh, a little bit more. Um, there, There is some cool stuff in it, but it just felt like it was missing something to really make it, like, that, that much better. So. I was hoping this would kind of begin a series of films around, like, reimagining some monster films, right? I wish that's what this was. Yeah, like, in, in a kind of contemporary, modern different way yeah because they they did try to do that with tom cruise's the mummy with the dark universe yeah you're right though if they would have just like 
little tip of the cap, right? Like yeah, Dracula or, walks walks at night and like like just hey Jekyll, how's it going? Like they have like this a kind bit of humor. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. I want to see that, <laughs> but a little bit of dark humor, a little bit of like yeah. like th- there is a world out there that I would love to see with this. Yeah, and there and there is some dark humor, and I just wish that it would have been a little bit more twisted. Like yeah. it's it's twisted, but in a way that feels like very very formulated. Like they're all very going safe. over the creature from the Black Lagoon's place for poker one night. <laughs> I was my my pitch. Uh, for bringing back Universal Monsters in, in a fun way. And even even though I think they should do it in a way that does stay a little more true to the horror aspect, but I love the Abbott and Costello, uh, like Meet Frankenstein, Meet, sure. Meet Dracula kind of movies. My my pitch is that they should do a This Is The End style movie with Seth Rogen, Danny McBride, and whatnot, where they meet the Universal Monsters. I think that would be fucking hilarious. It would be great, yeah. I would absolutely love that. I think it would be so much fun. I would also like them to bring back the Lego Extraordinary Gentleman and do a reworking of that Actually one. do it well. Yep. Yeah. I would just like to see Ron Perlman in Hellboy 3, with, directed by Guillermo del Toro. Wouldn't, wouldn't, you, wouldn't we all? Wouldn't I would we just, all. I'd just like that. Yeah, I would love to see Guys that. Guys want one thing, and it's disgusting. Ron Perlman and Guillermo <laughs> del Toro <laughs> making Hellboy 3. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be a dream. It I would. would. I would it love really would. Anything else before uh, Guardians? No, I will talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three now. Which nobody cares. It's fine. Move that's on. a good point. No one wants to see this movie. Um, I like it. So, yeah, but Brad uh, uh, says it's it's the worst movie in the MCU. Oh Jesus Christ! I didn't say that. Uh, no, I have he seen. Said go- it makes Thor two look like Thor three look like number two. Yeah. Uh, no, that's good. Um, <laughs> I like that inner dialogue. Wait, no. I saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. You didn't I, love it. I went to a press screening and I uh, I was not a big fan. It's uh it's not downright terrible or anything like that. It makes me so sad. But I, I but I walked away disappointed. And there's a chance you guys re- might end up liking it. Uh, but I will say, uh, friend of the pod, Judge Charlie, uh, he saw it with me, and I went out of my way to make sure that I did not yeah, give. Yeah, but these are two guys just sitting next to each other. Like you hear that right? Like, yeah, me too. I didn't give I didn't give my opinion on something because I didn't want to like to taint it. I didn't want to like give Charlie any fuel. And before we got to the theater, he asked he asked me, he was like, what are we going to do if it sucks? And I was like, oh, I don't think it will. Like, I trust James Gunn. I've heard from behind the scenes that it's 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 pretty, it's a good conclusion. The credits are rolling. They did the mid-credits scene. And Charlie leans over to me and he's like, remember when I said, uh, what do we do if it sucks? And I just looked at him and I was just like, I didn't want to be the first one to say it. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I didn't like it. Um, and it's just, I, I was... He both he and I were very disappointed in it, and it's. Most, I love Guardians of the Galaxy. Me too, so this man. This is really hard for me. The, yeah. the original Guardians is one of my favorite Marvel movies of all time. I I, I still like Volume Two, even though it's not as good as the first one, in oh, my I opinion. Loved, yeah, I love Volume Two. Um, I I love. Is Volume Two the one with the gold people? Yes. Yeah, I love Sovereign, um, which play a role in this. They one do. Too. I uh I love the Guardians. Um, I I was so excited for the for this movie. And I just walked away disappointed because it feels uh, disjointed and uneven. A big chunk of the movie focuses on Rocket Raccoon's origin story. It cuts back and forth between that and the current story of what, what's happening with the Guardians. And it just feels like it's biting off way more than it can chew. I would have much rather preferred a third movie that gave us Rocket's origin with a different story cutting back and forth. And then a movie that wrapped up everybody's story. Because this so is trying there to do was both two movies things. in one movie here, yeah, you think? Yeah, th- that's what it feels like to me. Because this movie is almost two and a half hours long. Um, and it feels uneven, disjointed. The emotional stuff doesn't connect as well as I think it should. The The scope of the movie, the set pieces are are massive, and it doesn't jive well with the smaller story they're trying to tell uh, with the characters. It's it's unnecessarily chaotic, and I just, I just found myself having a hard time 
uh, staying with the characters and really like feeling their emotions. And like he he pushes hard. Like there's stuff that is very emotional, and there are things that you will feel that will that will pull your heartstrings for sure. Because there are a couple moments where I did I did feel it, but the stuff that really is meant to hit that much harder and work it just didn't land for me. And I was, I felt bad. Cause like, man, I really want to love this movie. And there have been a lot of colleagues I've seen who are like, man, James Gunn stuck the lane here. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so it's, emotional. It's so good. Only film critics have pretty much seen it yeah. now. And it's at a 77% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So there are a lot of people that have so wrong. enjoyed it. But even, e- no, I, but, I, but I will say even the people who say that they love it, they do also rego- like yep. uh, say that it does feel uneven still. So yeah, it has, it was my biggest fear is that they were going to put you, James Gunn is not only saying goodbye to these characters, he's saying goodbye to Marvel, kind of, right? Um, and it, my fear was he was going to do this and just, all right, let's let's put every all of our goodbyes together, right? Yeah. Um, and that would be my fear, is it, that's hard to get in one film. Um, he can certainly work with Marvel in the future, but it sounds like, again, his attention is going to be on DC. And I'm, I'm happy about that, because DC needs somebody like James Gunn. Yeah. I, obviously, I'm going to see this film, and I'm I'm still very yeah. excited to no, see. No, I'm this very film, I am very curious to hear what what you guys think. I do wanna, I do we'll, want to know. I'll I'll be seeing it this weekend. Yeah, and I I do I'm 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 hesitant to see it again so soon because but I did I do have a ticket to see it on like one of the earliest afternoon showings on Thursdays because I anticipated needing to see it again to like do more Where stuff for work and stuff like that. Portage, the Imagine Theater. Maybe I'll go with you. I'll tell you what 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 it is. I think it's three o'clock, four o'clock, whatever. Probably no. It, it'll be by by, by about six o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, he'll meet you there. <laughs> Good lord! But yeah, so I I, hey, I will hey, I'll, invite me to lunch next time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see it again just to be sure. But as of <laughs> I'll see it again just to be sure. I hate it. Yeah, as of now, I'm I'm generally not a fan. All I right. just I did not like it very much. Well, no, so, there there are rare films that you do watch the second time. Because you go in the first time a little more critical, right? And you watch it the second time, you're like, either it's not as good as you thought it was the first time, or it might be a little better. And sometimes, um, especially with movies like this, too, when there is a lot going on, once you understand like yep. what the movie is doing, you start paying attention more exactly. to certain things, and, and you might you times, might appreciate yep, it more. Yep. Yeah, like a real that's my boy situation. <laughs> but I, I, th- I do think it's really important, because we do talk about, and you're, you're, you are a very skilled critic, and... To say there are problems Oof. with the film doesn't mean that the film is a bad film, right? And I and I and that's one thing. And I too. think I think it's important to say, like, yeah. And I I I want to say that especially just too because when when reactions like that come out, and if you're one of the dissenting voices who doesn't like it or something like that, there are a lot of people out there, especially general fans who are like so defend defensive and like in love with these franchises or. or Two of your podcast hosts. Yeah. <laughs> You're just, wrong, by they, the way. They just don't want to hear a negative word about something they love, and they're yeah, like, that, "Yeah, pretty and, much and what we like, told you." Like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's and exactly it's like, what it's like, we said. You guys <laughs> haven't seen the movie. You don't. You don't know what you're defending. It could. It could be dog shit. And then what are you gonna do? We know our truth. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's a feel fact. Yeah. Um, but I yeah, feel like you're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I really am. I I honestly I hate the time period between when I see a movie, especially if it's one that I don't like until the movie actually comes out because I can't effectively talk about sure. any any of it with anybody to explain what doesn't work for me because it ventures into spoiler well, territory. So I can't well, wait until well, you guys see it. I think we'll all try to see it before our next episode. Oh, well, we, we definitely will. Have a longer yeah. conversation. Come, and it comes out this week. Uh, there'll be some screenings starting on May 4th. It is officially in theaters everywhere on Friday, May 5th. I got to tell you, I am very... This is this probably more than any film this year. I'm very excited about this. Film. I was too. I am too. <laughs> I am still excited to see this year. It doesn't. Uh, I, I I understand what I'm getting into now because of what you're saying, and 
maybe being prepared for that will help me enjoy it more. And, and let's not forget too, like I uh, I said the same thing about Ghostbusters Afterlife, and you came away very very much fine with that. Movie. I liked Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah I liked it a lot. A lot. Yeah. yeah, I still do. Yeah, I watched it not too long. ago. And I still like the first two thirds of that movie very much. It's fair enough. So yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Does Marvel need a win right now? Marvel absolutely needs a win because. Even even if this you know it, this is going to be a huge movie, it's going to be a hit for sure. People are going to see it no matter no matter what. I still think that uh, they're they're not putting their best yeah. foot forward. They, they need they, a, they need a nine hundred million or more film right now. I think they, 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 I, I think this will be I think this will be it. You know, everyone loves Guardians. Yeah. Everyone thinks this movie is going to be a home run, and it will be. I think but more I, than that, they need something that is like. Ninety-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes and ninety-four percent audience score. Yeah, they just audience score. They, might be, they need but, to have something that is just critics and fans just just like oh my god, you have to to reinvigorate. Critics outside of the one we have in the room seem to be enjoying it mostly, but with with caveats. Yeah, so. no, no, for yeah. sure. Um, there's, I, I do think though, if this is the best that Marvel has right now, uh, they <laughs> they, they have to really fix. They got to fix them. They got they got to tighten up. They really got because this phase has been. A real scattershot, Agreed. you know, collection of movies, and this is coming from somebody who enjoyed Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. I like Quantumania more than I like Guardians of the Galaxy Volumes Three. Too. Whoa! But I'm also in the in the minority as far as people who really liked Quantumania. I, I did too. I liked it yeah. as well. So it'll be interesting. Um, yeah, for sure. And you didn't like Blam- Black Panther. So no, no, I love <laughs> <laughs> Black, Pan- Black Panther: Wakanda Forever is another one that I really enjoyed. Yeah. I'm I'm more lukewarm on Thor: Love and Thunder now, uh, on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And it's hard. See, I liked the Multiverse of Madness. Though. I liked it a lot. I liked it while I was watching it, as as I had seen it in repeat Rewatch viewings it. Rewatch and, and it. thinging yeah, about really? it. Really? Rewatch, Rewatch it. it. You're like, goddamn it. It's really sloppy. Okay. Uh, really sloppy. I, I, I think that was just hyped. With, I was just so hyped. Cause I, Sam Raimi, right? I, Sam Raimi. I, I was the same way with Thor: Love and Thunder. I get, came away thinking, oh, I love that movie when I saw it. Yeah. I rewatched it. Second time, I got what people thought. Yeah. Said. Like, like I was just damn. so excited to see. Hey, Taika Waititi, stop stepping on your own jokes. Yep. Or sorry, stop stepping on your own emotional moments by throwing jokes at them. Yeah. Yep. yep. So uh, yeah, yeah, you'll be able to see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three this week. Check it out. Uh, right. Let us let us know what you think. We'll I'm sure Ben and uh, Nate will let you know what they think on the next episode. Very quickly, we we do have a couple trailers to hit. Uh, we do want to wrap things up here, but we don't want to forget about our trailers. Uh, so we do want to talk about a couple of trailers. Brad, what do you what do you want to talk about, buddy? Well, I think we have to do the trailer song first of all. Uh, ben. I, okay, okay. I'm not, no, 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 no. You're not baiting. To be fair, Ben doesn't do the trailer song. I know, but we, he has to we do don't a have a game song. tonight. We don't have time for a game because we've talked too Man, long. My but... blood pressure just went up, and I almost started kneeling. So you know what? Go ahead. I'm pushing the mic away. Take it away, boys. All right. What kind of what kind of genre do we go with? Gosh, right, let's do something from from the the air soundtrack. Something 80s style, I think. All I need is a movie trailer. All I need is movies. All I need is a movie trailer. All I need is movies. That's a it's a riff. All I need is a movie trailer. That's a riff on All I Need is a Miracle. Uh, a very hit song. I don't think Ben remembers that song. No. He was probably like dancing around with his Air Jordan. He's more of an outfield your love person. Oh, so. absolutely. I know. I know you love that song. Trailers on a vacation far away. See, that doesn't make sense. I know. <laughs> I know it doesn't because I can't do musical improv. But I at least knew how to put one word in it, Brad, and I tried. He did. He just put, he put trailers in it. So, Speaking of the 80s, how about The Equalizer 3? <laughs> uh, the, the Equalizer is getting a third movie. Uh, it is The Sequelizer. It Why? is The Threequalizer. Uh, well, The Equalizer 2 was so good. <laughs> and uh, we really need to wrap up the story. I don't. Like, 
I love Denzel Washington. How could you? I know? really like the Equalizer. I lo- no, the Equalizer. I, I so the Equalizer you might- is to the Equalizer too, yeah. as Jack Reacher is to Jack Reacher. Never go back. Yes, although Jack Reacher Never Go Back is even a worse movie than Equalizer Two. Yes. Yeah, and it's kind of by far. Actually. Yeah, but it, but it is a, a, a Jack Reacher Two is such a departure from Jack Reacher. <laughs> the first, it is it is like literally. I would. I might want to just sniff dog shit for two hours rather than watch Jack Reacher. Boys, 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 boys. It's so bad. Real it is quick, bad. Real quick. There's a TV show called Jack Reacher. Oh, actually, right. actually, uh, it's, it's called Reacher. It's Reacher. called Reacher. It's my guilty pleasure. I've seen it. every episode. Okay. <laughs> it's like, it, I, I hate that I like it because be, ca- it's, be it, careful. You're getting close to starting a TV podcast. <sighs> I will say very quickly that I fucking <laughs> I will defend that show just as a very easy watch. It's so watch. much fun, isn't it? It's there's no stakes because he's gonna win every time, and it's I've like been whatever. thinking about starting watching it because it is a very high traffic title for a slash film re- recently, and so I've, I've so been thinking about getting into it. Just stupid, to, Brad. They're making a second turn. Season. Oh yeah, they are. They already did season two, didn't they? No, no. I mean, it's not out. I mean, oh, and then it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Out. I would know. <laughs> I would know. My RSS feed I just set up. It's uh, on the way. So I will tell you. Turn your brain off and yeah. just enjoy. Because it's yeah, exactly, such a exactly. guilty pleasure. He's he is what from everyone I know that have read the books, he is what Jack Reacher should be. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah he Tom is. Cruise was always criticized for be, not being exactly what Jack Reacher is. Because in, be in the books, it's the rock, basically. He's a, huge. A, a blonde huge. rock. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, that's enough TV talk, goddammit. So I don't Speaking know. Speaking of the Equalizer, did you guys know that there's an Equalizer TV series with Queen Latifah? Indeed, I did. I did not know that, actually. Yeah, Let's on, talk about that. Hey, guess what network is no. on? I bet you can guess. Uh, the WB. God damn it, Nate! No, the WB hasn't been a network since 1999 <laughs> or something. This on CNN. Oh come on, you know what channel this is on. Just take a watch. Wait, can no. I guess again? Is it my turn to guess again? Yeah, CBS. Yeah, it's on fucking CBS. Oh, of, of course, course it, it is. is. <laughs> you just wanted me to say UPN. Power fifty. <laughs> WGN. WGN. So this trailer, guys, it's pretty freaking gory. Like, did you guys? Okay. It's, well, it's, it's a red band trailer, so okay. But, but also, it, like, it's silly now. I mean, it is. It's uh, and there, again, there's some things in there where it. I'm like, okay, come Every on. Every time that you see a, 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 an, an action movie, a revenge film, it's always going to be, yeah, of course, the guy's breaking arms and killing people, whatever. I also think it suffers from the being in the wake of John Wick now. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. It does. And but Who they doesn't want to do that? But they went cartoonish now, with it. Yeah. He, in the trailer, he literally punches a gun through a man's skull. Like, yeah. Physically inserts the weapon in their eye, in their eye, and through it, and then fires it out the guy's skull to kill somebody. It's physically yeah, impossible. That, that's another well, thing. Is like it's just that's but this is really dumb. No, Bullets I, shoot out of gun very fast. I just think that's I know, a, just an overreach. I understand build like, the world that you're in. You know, even in like cutting build people the world open, that like you're in, uh, whatever surgeons. That sounds like a, uh, like a, it is a, harder to go through skin than you think. Right? Exactly. Like, yeah. like, you you don't punch a gun through <laughs> an optical nerve and a, and an occipital bone. It doesn't work that way. Okay. <laughs> Easy, Doctor Conowitz. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't think that was a thing, but it sounded good. Occipital bone. Occipital bone. It's this bone right You here. can't snap a femur without <laughs> tearing. Uh, what? You think that if I know the word femur? Like, oh, what? Well, easy, doctor. I mean, occipital bone. It's a like, femur, Brad. <laughs> well, I mean, his, his visual cortex well, you know, after, is, is going, going to be torn after, asunder. If you, if you ruin the stirrup of the ear. The, the tendon of the back. Uh, okay, again, uh, so, you're saying very, very... The finger of the toe. Like, what are you doing? 
know anything more than this. So this is clearly a money grab, right? I assume Equalizer 2 did well, did it? I'm sure it did. I'm yeah, sure it I mean, money. I do think that there's an appeal of like them saying, you know, like it, this, this is them ending and maybe ending properly, you know? Uh, as much as I think that the action does feel over the top in this one, uh, I think that there maybe is an appeal to like seeing Denzel Washington back in this mode and maybe doing it right. And I do think that one thing that is interesting is bringing Dakota Fanning uh, into the fray because the last time they teamed up was for Man on Man Fire, Fire when she was and she was way younger I too. I love that. Man on Fire is great. Yep. I wish you had more time. I love that line. Uh, the line that um, Christopher Walken has, like Creasy's uh, art is death, <laughs> and he's gonna paint his masterpiece. Yeah, it's a great line. It's true, but yeah. So uh, I'm not super psyched about no, this. Uh, God, no, I'll no, probably no. still see it. I will. Um, but but yeah, it won't be a theater watch for me. It'll be no. if it if if it comes I, out. On I something I like hope that. that it does okay, just because I like Denzel Washington. I don't like to see him fail at the box office. Exactly. But I think yep. that I think that maybe they're underestimating when they marketed Equalizer Two. There was an enormous campaign that said Denzel Washington's first sequel ever. Yeah. So it meant like, wow, if he's choosing to make this movie, it must be amazing. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you that puts some butts in the seats. Those butts left pretty disappointed, and now they might not do well. Mm -hmm. That's all. Yeah. Uh, What's the other trailer we watched? We watched the trailer for Next Goal Wins. Oh, yeah. Same vibe. uh, Taika Waititi's new movie. Yeah. Uh, And this is uh, a bit of a departure from what he's done before. Uh, He's getting back into comedy territory, but it is an underdog sports movie, very much like... Uh, I want to say Mighty Ducks meets Hunt for the Wilder People. Yeah, um, can see that. it's yeah. Uh, it follow it's the true story um, of a uh, a soccer team uh, in American Samoa uh, where they are a team that is legendarily terrible. Uh, they, Ted Lessoa. They uh, they have uh, never won a game. They've never even scored a goal. In fact, they have a legendary loss to an Australian team where they lost thirty one goals to zero, and which is unbelievable and in also soccer. true? Yes. That's oh, 100%. Yeah, that is a real thing that wow. happened. And so uh, Michael Fassbender plays a coach who uh, gets fired. Which doesn't even really look like Michael Fassbender. No, like, no. I, the, the beard really... I actually yeah, have to look it up. I'm like... Is- is it, that Michael Westbrook? Yeah, yeah, it is. And uh, so he's played a coach who gets fired from the team he was at before, and he gets reassigned to go work with this team, try and shape them into something good. It's a ragtag ensemble of misfits who are just terrible at the sport. I laughed so hard of the one shot in this trailer where the ball bounces off the heads of three different people yep. and doesn't go anywhere near the goal. <laughs> it does feel like uh, he's taking over. You said ragtag band of misfits, but it almost feels like you know, like a, like a, a, the, the kids from Camp Heavyweight. Like the, it's Mighty Ducks. It's Mighty Ducks. You know, yeah. yeah. It, it very feels it is so. They're so average yeah. looking. There, and there's a documentary that came out like eight or nine years ago. This Same title. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's based on this. It tells this story. If you get a chance to watch it, watch it because again, now I know the story from watching the documentary. It is. It is such an interesting story. Cool. Um, and the goal was, and they mentioned it in the trailer, so I'm not giving anything. Well, the, the goal, goal is a goal. The goal is not to win. Yeah, it's just, just to, get a goal. Goal. to get a goal. Um, and so. Um, but it we is. lost thirty-one to one, and you know what? We're proud. Yeah, no, it really is kind of that, right? Because it's American Samoa. There's what I mean, like twenty-six people on the island. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a very small island. Um, it's just the team. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole island plays on the soccer team. So um, it is a lot of fun. I, I, I kind of love as well. Um, now that Taika Waititi is obviously a, a big name director, mm-hmm. he's got money behind him for these things, and he's telling stories that. Um, impact people 
uh, I don't think he's from America, Samoa, but he is from uh, New Zealand, that, that part of the the world, yeah. right? And he's telling he's uh, Ma- um, he has a Maori background, yeah, and so he's telling stories in that part of the world mm-hmm. that should be told. Um, and, and honestly, fun. And um, that's something that he's uh, he's always done when he started his earlier movies, um, uh, Boy and uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. Mm-hmm. He you know he had his roots in in his home country yep. and uh, has featured a lot of uh, Maori and some Samoan people and stuff like that in his films. So, so I'm excited about that part of it as well. Yeah, um, I, st- I, I mean, he, I, if I you say Taika Waititi, that. I'm in. Like oh, I don't sure. care. Like he, our flag. Oh fuck, I'm gonna do it. Our flag means death. That's a TV series. I know it is, Nate. I know it is. <laughs> And just very quickly again. Yes, go God, on. I hate this so much. <laughs> this, you know what? I know we're a little long, but I want don't cut this. This did not go the way that I intended. <laughs> uh, I like no. our flag means death. Do you when like we fu- that when we, TV we, show? When we found mm, when we found when Bailey and I found out that it might not it would be on the chopping block because of the HBO merger. Yeah, we were so disappointed. It is one of the best shows that I've seen in so long. It's a it's a crescendo show. It's a, a TM, Ben Conowitz. <laughs> it's a Christian show. It starts off pretty good, and it just, every episode is better, and then the season finale is the best one. Did, did so it get it just, renewed or no? So it, it, it was supposed to, but then the merger with so Discovery not, happened. It's it, not, well, it's not dead either. It's just they haven't made a decision. Limbo, okay. And I hate that because it's, again, Christian show. It's amazing. Uh, he also made a show called Reservation Dogs. Have you seen and that? okay, so you told me about that. I did. Okay, no, 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 we're not, no, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. Yes, I've seen it a couple episodes. Moving on. It's really good. You should watch. It. I ha- I've heard it's good. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. I watched a couple episodes. We did. I do. It's very funny. That's it. That's all. That's the show. <laughs> like, I don't want to talk TV about more TV. Practice. No, no, no. Nate, when does next goal wins come out? So Tulsa King, just real quick. <laughs> Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Shut up! No, no, I really did watch the. You're first really going to talk? I know, but you're going to talk about it right well, now. Well, Sylvester Stallone's a major wait, movie wait. star. Next, he's a major movie star. Next goal wins comes out November 17th. He's a major movie star, so I feel like you know, hey, it's me, I'm in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it, it's again. You brought up Reacher. It's that. It's absolutely a guilty pleasure, and I will watch it. It's, it's made by so, the guy that does Yellowstone, right? It's made by the guy that did uh, Hell or High Water. Uh, Ty Taylor, Sheridan. Taylor Sheridan. Taylor, Taylor, yeah. Taylor Sheridan. So uh, yes, the guy that does. Yes. I'm sorry, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Um, so I can see that it's, it's clearly there's it's well written and things like that. It's so dumb. It's you know, so dumb though. He does. He does. Uh, I I saw it on Twitter. Somebody said he does soap operas for men. And it yeah, is. it yeah. is hundred <laughs> percent that. Uh, I was telling. I think whoever I was telling about it. I was watching the show and I go. Um, so the show is believable up to a certain point, and it's absolutely unbelievable because he would be arrested immediately. Because it's modern day Tulsa. This isn't like the 30s where you can just be a gangster and get away with shit. He would just go to jail immediately. Tulsa doesn't care. Uh, clearly. Yeah. Tulsa life is a little different. Tulsa doesn't have time for that. Clearly. Yeah. And also, he plays it up that he is seven. He says it in the show. I'm 75. I'm 70. He's he's <laughs> 75. I don't look like that now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sad about it because he's really attractive as an older but man. But you didn't look like that at like 15. Either, I didn't. So I never like, looked like Sylvester Stallone. Honestly, I'd be concerned if you looked like Sylvester Stallone when you were 15. <laughs> hey, uh, so listen, I didn't, I didn't bring my homework in. I'm sorry. Uh. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, <laughs> yo, can I get the driving permit? No. Hey, hey yo, Tonigle, you want to shoot some hoops? You, you want to get on my moped? Want to drive around in my my? Hey, do you want to do other things that fifteen year olds do? My Mitsubishi Talon. I don't know. I tried a cigarette once. I didn't like it. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been Go Flex Yourself, Nate. You were here. How was it? I just really enjoyed where this this episode has I, gone. 
uh, hate what we've become. I think we talked about more television shows than movies. Than I mean, that's not true. We watched a lot of movies. We, I'm actually, you know what? Little round of applause. Slap your dick, everybody. Everybody slap your dick. Well, it wasn't my thigh, Brad. So maybe it was. That was awkward, but. I got a drink in my hand. I can Every, clap. Everybody slap your dick. Nate, stop. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway. Um, so, good job watching a lot of movies, though, boys. Yeah, great stuff. And uh, I will I will say uh, we, we may have some rough wanders ahead. It, this won't really affect uh, Go Flix Yourself very much, um, but there is a, a, a strike looming from the Writers Guild of America, which could create some problems. Uh, if For it, TV, Nate. Yeah. So we won't be covering <laughs> any more TV. If it, if it creates any movie problems, it won't affect anything until like towards the Next end of year. and toward, well, no, towards the end of this year. They're saying some some movies could be affected that are intended to be released at okay. the end of the year. Um, but it could end up affecting next year, and depending on how long the strike goes, it could, could create some problems. Um, but TV is where it's going to be hit. So if you if you do listen to our Saturday Night Live podcast, that might get a bit of an interruption because if the writer strike does happen, because the deadline uh, in order to avoid it is uh, the night that we are recording tonight, Monday evening at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time, uh, there might be a writer strike, and if there's a writer strike that lasts longer than a week, there'll be no Pete Davidson. Yeah, we will not get Saturday a Pete Davidson Live. episode. We might not get the last few episodes oh, of Saturday that would Night Live. Suck. Yeah, which would and Lauren Michaels might die. He's <laughs> eighty. One yeah. or something. The last time this happened in a very significant way was in uh, 2007 and 2008. There was a strike that lasted uh, for about 150 days. Um, and that was brutal because it delayed uh, new seasons of television. It lasts for a long time. And uh, this again, all this stuff like it, it impacts not today. It usually impacts like the yeah. fall, right? Yeah, exactly. The so, weird thing when, when and we can cut all this, but the, one of the weird things that does happen is the late night writers, uh, the late night shows. They still go on, or they did, but like with not a writing staff. So I think that they did some episodes Conan where Conan do, yeah. just came out and like just talked. Yeah, right. And just uh, did a show. Say, saying all that is inconvenience. It is uh, again. These are real not people that with matters, lives, though. For uh, for us, but again, kudos to the writers. I hope they get what they deserve. Yeah, they do yes. deserve to get raises because yeah. they should. I mean, AI can't do everything, guys. Yep. And they're yep. they're giving us so much enjoyment in our the TV shows we talk about every episode here. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> Don't stick that in, you asshole. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll be back with another episode uh, next week. We'll see where, where things are at. And uh, enjoy your family in the bake sale, Nate. And if you do listen to the SNL podcast, uh, if there's not any new episodes, we'll still figure out something to wrap up uh, the the season and do so, do a few we'll more talk. SNL things. Before, we'll talk. Hey guys, we'll talk before the summer hiatus. But uh, thanks for listening. Subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Anchor, Hoo Ha, Dingle Dangle, whatever. Podcast. As always, to. let us know in the comments uh, what you liked or didn't like. Mainly, Brad's bad opinion about Guardians, but uh, watch Finch, guys. Go out of your way, watch Finch and watch Primal. I know it's a TV show, but it's 19 minutes long. Watch Primal on uh, on, on HBO Max. And com- give us a review on GoFlixYourselfPod.com. You can you can review on there as well. Yeah, yeah. Com- comment on Facebook. Uh, to tweet at us. Uh, I'm at Ethan underscore Anderton. Ben is at Ken Bonowitz. Nate is at Nate Lauks. Uh, just let us know. Give us give us some chats. Talk about movies. Give us some chats. Give us some chats. Everyone give a round of dick applause. Bye, everybody. Bye. Nah, cheating, eh?